so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. It's the titular role! In the sense that no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. Hello, we're back. We're back. One week off. One week off. You know, I I was resting, relaxing. Were you? Engaging. Yes. Life gets in the way. Exactly. Sometimes. Sometimes we just got to say, even though we said that we would do something, let's not do that. (laughs) Sometimes you've got to go back on your word. Exactly. That's something that I always say. Yeah. We fully assigned homework and said, do this because next week we will be here doing this. And And we weren't. And we weren't. And there's a lot of beauty in that. Exactly. And you know, sometimes you're going to learn that people are going to let you down. And that's us. And that's life. (laughs) And we are going to let you down. Exactly. So, Uh, What have we been doing? Well, well, big news. Um, We ended the strike while we we were... (laughs) We ended the strike. That's why why we didn't record last week. We were negotiating. (laughs) We We were in the room. We were negotiating. Um, We got you, Warner Brothers. We got got you. you Netflix. I'm really glad that um, Timothy Chalamet can promote Wonka now. Literally. Who... Are you... You say literally, but I'm like, literally, because I feel like at this point, I'm the only person excited for this movie (laughs) and no one, no one believes me when I say it's going to be really good. Okay. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Put that on the record. So let's make a note. It's the, we're recording today on the 11th of November. Remembrance day. Oh, is it? (laughs) 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 We should have opened with the last post. (laughs) God damn it. Is that what they sing on that? Yeah, the trumpet song. The trumpet song. Timmy Trumpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but make a note, if anyone works at the court, um, you know, the registrar, <laughs> whatever, just make a note that Wonka is going to be a good movie and I'm right. saying it right now. Right now. Here and now. Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, happy that the strike's done. Literally. So happy. We can get literally we can still so happy. Get Dune in the cinemas this year. Probably not. I reckon we can do it. Just chuck it out there this weekend. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. But well, what does that actually mean for us? It means that um, the Oscar race is on. Sure. Bradley Cooper just got out and started talking to everyone yes. because he wants to promote Maestro. <laughs> when does that come out? Uh, early December. They're doing a cinematic release. Right. Great. So I'll be seated. Yes, I know. Uh, I. Did you see Sydney Sweeney's apparently already back in... Back in Sydney doing reshoots for a film that comes out in like two months. Yeah. No, one month. They said, strike's over, get on the plane. Get on the plane. You're on the next flight out. Sydney, you need to be in Sydney. They woke her up in the middle of the night. They said, said, get up, the strike's over. You need to get to Australia. We need to get down under. Yeah. So um, if anyone sees her... Say hello. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I'm so excited now. Like the Oscar campaigns are going to be starting. The people are going to be out talking, doing interviews. Mm-hmm. Annette Benning's Oscar campaign is beginning. Good luck to her. Good luck to her. You've now, watched Naya. If we have any little Nyadinators in. <laughs> uh-huh. What a film. What a film. Naya, so if you don't know, which you probably don't, Nyad is a movie about Annette Benning, who, who plays Diana Nyad. The titular Nyad. She's a lesbian swimmer who <laughs> swims from Cuba to Florida. It's wild. It is Spoiler alert. 
Well, that's the conceit. Does she make it? Well, who's to say? Well, well, anyway. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Jane Foster's there. Giving, like, a genuinely very good performance in, like, a two-star movie. Well, it's Jodie. Of course she is. Of course. Jodie. But, yeah. Two lesbians. I thought they were, like, lesbians together, but they were just besties. Crazy. What? Crazy. They're just besties. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. That shook me to my core. So, I thought they were married. No. They're just besties. (laughs) Literally. Married or besties. That's what people say about us. New segment. (laughs) (laughs) I actually did have an idea for a segment. Okay. um, But, you know, I don't think it's going to get off the ground. Okay. It was, I kind of ran it by a few people, but it was deemed too um, confusing. Okay, you didn't even run it by me, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I like to keep things fresh. Keep it, keep me on my well, no, toes. My idea for the segment was a segment called "Who Was That?" <laughs> and so, like you know, when like you know your friend tells you about someone completely random. Oh yeah. And you're like, "Who was that?" <laughs> me talking about any actress over the age of forty. No, see, this is about real people from real life. You oh, know I mean? okay. So it's like you know, yesterday a friend was telling me about their hairdresser. And about, you know, the the hairdresser's son and how the son booked a ticket to a blue light disco in St. Kilda. And then, you know, the hairdresser didn't want to drive the son. To St. Kilda. Yeah, because it was so far. And then, you know, who was that? (laughs) (laughs) I think we can workshop it. I think we can, I think we can workshop it. You know, the point is like, we're all kind of. Six degrees of separation. Well, yeah, I'm like, it's totally involved in this story and I have no idea who any of the people are. Like, <laughs> isn't that interesting? That's crazy. <laughs> so stay tuned. And then I'm going to sell that as a TV show. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's going to have a live studio audience. Yeah. And we'll, I'll say, we'll all say it once. Who, who was that? <laughs> See, it's already got, it's already got it. So just something to think about. What were we talking about? Naya. Naya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And our new segment. Okay, Nyad, I will be watching it because I love Jodie Foster. Yeah, what about Annette? You're the Jodie and I'm the Annette, <laughs> clearly. Don't get it twisted, yes. Wait, have you seen it. Panic Room? I haven't, actually. Oh, my I know. God. And you say you like lesbian cinema and you haven't seen Panic Room. <laughs> well, Kristen Stewart and Jodie Foster. Well, no shade, yes. Uh, well, you have to watch Panic Room. I know, it's been on my list. It's been on my it's list. It's been on my list. It's on my list. Um, <laughs> anyway, I will watch Nyad for Jodie. And, and for me. She's, well, not for you. She is having a little comeback, Jodie. She's well, yeah. in True Detective next year. I'm very excited. Yes. Love. She doesn't act that much, does she? She's no. more of a director these days. Yeah, she's yes, on the scene. Yeah. But not in the scene. Well, you know, one of our fans, John Hinckley Jr., will be very happy <laughs> that Jodie Foster's yeah, back, back on back, back in. He's, and, uh, he's was at the cinemas day one of Nyad. And I hope he's still not stalking her. No, exactly. I hope he's just like put appreciating that, from afar. Yes, as we are. And yeah. put that on the record as exactly. well. Exactly. Uh, appreciating, not stalking. Exactly. Rule number one. Exactly. Rule number one. And and what else is happening this week? Do a leap Came out with a new song. New song alert. Watch me and I go Houdini. Houdini. Oh, that's my cat. <laughs> um, yeah, I really am enjoying it. Yeah, it's cute. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, videos giving a bit Black Swan. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Tame Impala production. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The Tame Impala production. 
Kevin Parker. Kevin Parker, I forgot his name, yeah. Yep, Kevin, Taylor and Paola. Yeah, a bit of fun. We love it. And also wanted to give a huge shout out to um, Kylie Minogue and and Troy Sivan. Uh, Our Kylie and our Troy, two Grammy nominated. They're in the same category for one. It's like... Gayest Best song. Pop- well, yeah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> biggest gay guy song. <laughs> it's Padam Padam against um, Rush. Rush. Well, yeah. It is truly the Battle of the Faggots. It's <laughs> Twink Best Doll. Oh, um, oh, now speak on that. Twink Best Doll, who's going to win? Doll I think, domination, I think, I, is coming. I think out of those two, I prefer Rush. Sorry. It's Faggot. the gay guy in me. Faggot. Yeah. Well, I think they're both for faggots, those yeah, two. Yeah. But you're like I mean, uplifting it, a skinny twink, you know, like And you're uplifting a cis woman, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Women's stories matter. Okay. Just matter. Honestly, actually, yeah. I think Do I wanna talk about this, but um Azalea Banks like dragging Trace One out of nowhere? <laughs> like now this is really off to me. She's like, insane. Insane. And also like we have to end this thing. Like people being like, oh my god, she got him. It's like, no, she's being fucking weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was off to me. It I was mean just funny. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. But I mean, she's being like, oh, you're perpetuating like a pedophilia narrative or something. I'm like, girl, what are you talking yeah. about? And it's like, we have to draw a line oh, at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. It's this gay guy cultural cringe that I've been talking about. Oh, that has you love to, to talk about the gay guy cultural that, cringe. Well, it has to end. Okay. It seriously has to end. Is the gay guy cultural cringe in the room with us now? <laughs> it's Well, I think it is. <laughs> Look in the mirror, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have any of it. I've gotten rid of it. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> I'm saying this because you didn't like rotting in the sun. That fucking foul movie. Anyway. Yeah, see, the gay guy cultural cringe uh, is alive. Not the gay guy cultural cringe, the bad movie it's cultural cringe. alive and well. <laughs> anyway, someone speaking... Needs, someone needs to read The Velvet Rage. I've read The Velvet Rage, Mary. <laughs> unfortunately. And you said I became worse. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I didn't hate myself now. I didn't hate myself then, but now I fucking do. Yeah, no. we got you. Foul book. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things that don't give me gay guy cultural cringe. Well, yes. <laughs> we are talking <laughs> about an important piece of cinema that really, you know, changed the game. Good morning, Brunswick East. <laughs> Every day's like a massive feast. <laughs> Whoa! (laughs) We are talking Weird Al vibes (laughs) We are talking about the 2007 movie musical Hairspray Hairspray. Now you haven't seen the original have you? I haven't Okay. I watched it just yesterday for the first time First John Waters movie even That I've ever seen I loved it, it's excellent Work. Not a musical No, Uh, I think that was my reservations in not watching it, you know, uh, when I was in my big hairspray era, I was like, oh, but it's not a musical. You couldn't watch something that wasn't a musical. I mean, I was like 10 at the time, so probably not. Right. Yeah. It's probably not a good movie for 10 year olds. Yeah, maybe. exactly. I think. I mean, not that it's really raunchy or anything. No, but it's John Waters, like even. Yeah. It's great. I, I loved, um, it's, you know, it's got a very kind of like twisted, sick sense of humor of course. about it. Um, and it's kind of a bit nasty, but it's. It's camp, obviously. Of course. And I mean that in the actual sense, not as in it's bad. Oh my God, it's camp. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. No. Um, Yeah, I'd highly recommend watching the original Yeah, it's, again, been on my list for so long. Dare I say maybe I... I think, um, actually, I saw that Lido might be doing a John Waters retrospective. Great. might Add that to the spreadsheet, James. Exactly. The spreadsheet is popping off. The retrospectives are here. They're here. That time of year. I love it. Is it? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... 
yeah, it's uh, I dare I say maybe I prefer it to the musical. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll talk about the musical, but you know, yeah. it's got its issues. I'm afraid. I know you gave it five freaking stars on Letterbox, and film. and also it's like what's happening with your Letterbox lately because we went and saw the others on Tuesday, which is Nicole Kidman. Whatever year it is. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like a bit spooky. I loved it. Four and a half. I was in shock. I loved it. Catch me. I cried. I, what's, what's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I watched that and, you know, my second viewing, I think it's a solid, like, three star movie. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really creepy and, like. I was like, she is smoking like, crack. It's like maybe, like, new favorite Nicole Kidman performance. Literally. <laughs> I'm hanging my head right now. I'm almost like Nicole in that gif where she's laughing in big little eyes. You know, she's like, <laughs> and then dips her head. Uh, uh, yeah, right. No. <laughs> anyway. Right. You know, my taste level is a bit more pronounced and defined than yours. Or not, maybe. <laughs> or maybe not. No, yeah. I think it is. I think it is. Right. See. Anyway. <laughs> Hairspray. <laughs> the movie musical. Mm-hmm. Based on... The 2002 Broadway winning, Broadway Tony winning musical. Broadway winning. Broadway winning. I didn't realize it was based on a stage musical. I thought they just got the original movie, updated it and made a musical of that. Are you kidding me? Why the fuck would I know about a Hairspray? But how do you know about Hairspray the musical? Why in God's name would I know about that in 2007 when I was nine years old? Oh, I thought you meant now. I was like, Still now, why the fuck would I know about that? Girl, everyone knows Hairspray the Musical. <laughs> no, bitch. Everyone's high school did Hairspray in like 2015 through 17. Because of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, did you not know about the musical? Like, Not at all. You didn't see the musical when it was in Melbourne last year? Again, <laughs> again, based off the movie, you know? No, the musical came first. No, I, I know. What's not clicking? But me seeing that they're doing a... St- a stage musical of Hairspray, me thinking, okay, they've done it from the movie. But why would they do that? What do you mean? Anyway. That's such a normal thing to do. There's so many like movie musical. Yeah, but it's like, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> fuck I- you and fuck you, James. <laughs> I've had it. I've had it. Should have had a longer break. Fuck this. Um, and I hope you stay married. I hope your tits. <laughs> I, hope your t- <laughs> I hope your tits. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yep, yep. Anyway, um, eight-time Tony-winning musical. Really? Uh, yeah. Was it Harvey Fierstein? Harvey Fierstein. Plays Edna. Edna. Yep. yep. Um, Marissa Jarrett-Winoka played Tracy. She stole Bernadette Peters' second Tony. Oh, I know her. Bernadette Peters? Yeah. Yeah. She should have won her second Tony. Was for... she in Company? No. No, who am I thinking Patty of? Patti Lapone? No, I'm not thinking Patti Lapone. The... Elaine Stritch. Yeah. Yeah. The Ladies Who Lunch. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the video of her recording? Yeah. That? Ah, yeah. fucking do it again! <laughs> Everybody right! Ah, Aren't you impressed that I've seen that video? Have you seen the documentary? No, I've seen that oh, clip from okay. the documentary. Well, well. I go on YouTube sometimes. <laughs> yes, write that down. Okay. I go on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. The so, things that I watch on YouTube. Oh. I my YouTube algorithm isn't in is a crazy place to be, but it's know. a crazy place to be. I get a lot of ads because I I do I watch my sleep meditation video on, <laughs> on YouTube every night. So the algorithm thinks I'm like a nutcase, sort of yeah. like it thinks I'm into like alternative medicine and like <laughs> um. So I'm always getting those ads that are like um. Well, there's the one of 
Do you get that one of that woman who's like, I've sold a million books and I'm not even an author on Amazon.com. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she's like, she's in a new place every week. She's like, she was in the Arctic one week and she's like, I'm going to tell you how to sell books from Amazon.com and yeah. never write a word. I get, um, <laughs> my YouTube algorithm is like Oscar prognostications, Broadway musicals. Prognostications? And, yeah. like What? Where you like predict what's going to win and stuff. Oh like my yeah. God. Um, now that has to end too. <laughs> Oscars, musical theater. And then like, come with me in the city loop. Oh. Follow me on the Route 11 tram. Oh, you mean the... <laughs> like um, a train video. <laughs> yes. This is funny because you always accuse me of being autistic. And you're the one with the movie spreadsheet and you're getting train video recommendations on YouTube. So and on my Twitter. <laughs> who's autistic now, bitch? Every, like, I'll just be, like, going through my Twitter and it'll be like... I caught the train to Hillsville to get on the A27. It was so much fun. I was like, ooh. And like, I don't, I don't like them or anything, but I think because I open them to like look at them, my algorithm is like, you want this? And I'm like, you know what? You're, uh, I watched an hour long video essay about the city loop. Video essay? Yeah. What are you talking about? It was a video essay about the city loop. And what did it say? Um, I learned that the Mernda line is the only line that goes one way through the city loop. It doesn't like zoop around. Wow. So like it only goes like from Flinders Street around. It doesn't go back through. Okay. And because I'm on the Mernda line, like. So this is our new segment, Train Corner. <laughs> train Tra- Corner with James. Train Corner with James. <laughs> it's fascinating stuff. Um, sure. Anyway. <laughs> Hairspray. Hairspray. Um, huge success on Broadway. Eight Tonys, ran for eight years, like okay. multiple international productions, right. national tours. Didn't catch it though. You missed out, Sam. Yeah. And then in like 2004, they said, right, let's get the guys who produce Chicago okay. to produce Hairspray. Right. Fucking genius. Well, to talk about the, the, there's quite a few differences between the original and the musical, I believe. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The John Waters and the musical. Yeah. Yes. So story wise, like the back half is almost completely different in the musical and the movie musical. Um, Like the original, like Tracy goes to jail and then everyone's kind of like. Well, she goes to jail in the musical, but they changed that for for the movie. movie. Right, right, right. Yeah. And even in terms of like the transfer from, um, you know, the John Waters movie to stage, stage, I'm assuming it kind of lost a lot of that campiness and it's kind of not to say the movie isn't camp, but it's in a different way. It's, it's like more like poppy musical, like fun as opposed yeah. to like campy satirical, like it lost an edge. I'll say yeah. that. I'll say that yeah. it's, and you know, the, um, it just kind of like what I really enjoyed about the movie, the original movie is, is, the kind of like meanness and like the sickness mm. of um, sick and twisted John Waters. Yeah. The sick and twisted mind <laughs> of John Waters. Like he, he plays in the original, um, this, the doctor who like hypnotizes, um, what's who's Tracy's friend. Penny. Yeah. He like hypnotizes her. So she'll like be, um, really, like Christian or whatever oh she God, is. Work. So she like, can't leave. Like he has this, spinning um you know wheel yeah. like um, and yeah it's very weird and like interesting yeah but yeah so the casting process for this movie okay let's talk about number one this is maybe like one of the most well cast films ever i'd agree yeah like we've got 
Nikki Vonsky coming out the gate, superstar. Yes. Star-making performance. Nikki Vonsky from the movie Hairspray. Exactly, famously. We've got John Travolta, who yes. is giving an insane performance. I think this is a truly fantastic performance. It's yeah. fascinating. Um, Zac Efron, mm-hmm. right, after he- uh, right after High School Musical. Like, yes. literally, Adam Shankman, the director, saw him in High School Musical and said, you're Link. Yes. You are Link. James Marsden as Corny Collins. Mm-hmm. Perfect. My probably favorite performance in the whole movie, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Like. Her song is fantastic. The Sportsman Crabs. <sighs> we'll get into it. I read that she didn't realize her. That she ca- was racist. Yeah, until halfway like, through production. And she was worried about how people would perceive. Yeah, we read the IMDb trivia. <laughs> we yes, did. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, just like Christopher Walken. Um, my favorite, Alice and Janney receiving like top billing for like less than three minutes of screen time. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a, actually, that's another thing I wish they kept through, carried through. In the original, um, who's Alice and Jenny's daughter? Penny. Penny. She, because she's punished, because she gets like grounded. Yeah. And then the mom comes over and she's like, Penny, you're permanently punished and you have to wear a letter P everywhere. <laughs> so everyone knows that you're punished. And then every scene she's like, like she's like just a wearing a normal, <laughs> yeah, literally she's wearing like a normal shirt, but there's a giant letter P on the shirt. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I'm like, hello. Why isn't that carried oh, over? God, please. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well cast. John Travolta, they said that they wanted, you know, someone from what well, they were sort of saying. He's like the most famous, like musical. Yeah. Movie. Like from Greece. And, yeah. I mean, imagine, they should have got Lydia Newton-John as Velma or something. Who's Velma? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, so like maybe not, but like if you can, because like she ate reunite. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I think um John Travolta's performance is quite brilliant because he I'm trying to iron who <laughs> Link, your pork is ready. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the same thing of in the original where Divine plays um Edna. Yeah, that they don't really play it as a joke. It's, no, it's, it's like a sincere like. Yeah, it's yeah. just she just happens to be played by um a man. Well, I have a theory. Okay. Um. Edna and Wilbur are a T for T couple. A what? T for T couple. Wilbur is Christopher Walken, is it? Yeah. Right. So he's a trans man and Edna right. is a trans woman. I see that. And <laughs> and just like and, that. And just like that, Tracy Turnblad. Well, in the original, she has a husband already. Yeah. Edna. Yeah. Played by Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Yeah. And Christopher Walken is her husband in Hairspray. Oh, I don't remember that. Are you stupid? I thought, Sorry. Oh, here we go, here we go. I thought they were already, uh, uh, I thought they got together in the movie. No, they were together. That, that, that's Tracy's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I remember now. No, I mean, <laughs> what? I was on my phone a lot. Like, No, you need to be off your phone, paying attention. I was on my phone a lot. <laughs> this is- because the second half, I'm like, Ugh. They have that big You're Timeless to Me song because he. Yep. Anyway. I remember now. Fascinating. What about in the musical? Yeah. They're together. That's their parents. Right. Because they're like, you know, he's like, Tracy, if you want to, you want to be big, be big. Like, big ain't the problem in this family, Wilbur. And someone gets between them, right? Yeah, Velma. Okay. Yeah. Michelle, and she's like, oh, your wife. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. Wow. I'm glad that we could cover the, <laughs> the basic plot point of who, who Tracy's parents. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. Who was What's that there? in the movie that I watched that I didn't pay attention to? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, good piece of trivia that I brought to the table there. <laughs> um, I have a few interesting trivia notes for you. Well, she tried, 
Okay. Meryl Streep and Madonna were considered to play Velma as well. Yes. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, Steve Martin, Robin Williams, and Tom Hanks were considered for Edna. Yes. Aretha Flank- Franklin for Motormouth Maybelle. Yeah, it says she auditioned, but she yeah. didn't. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor thing. I mean, Queen Latifah. Yeah, she's Queen great Latifah. in that. But, uh, well, I wasn't finished praising John Travolta's performance. Oh, of course. I feel okay. like he brings so much warmth to Edna. And, like, the... the um, Seen before, you know, hey, welcome to the 60s. Tracy, I haven't left this house in years. Yeah, it's just kind of like you really... haven't seen me since I was a size 10. She brings like so much sensitivity to this. And I really appreciate that it's really not once played for a joke yeah. of like man in a dress type thing. It's just kind of... And, you know, the fat suit is like a whole different story. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's a beautiful, touching, sensitive performance. And yeah. he should have won an Oscar. Well... Yes. Famously, Best her supporting did actress. not win any Oscars, nor was it nominated for any. Yeah, that's Which is okay. a travesty for me. <laughs> what should it Adapted have been? Adapted screenplay. Right. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer nominated for supporting actress, surely. <laughs> Nikki Blonsky, Best Actress. Hello. Yes, that might have changed everything. James Marsden, Supporting Actor. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm. We've spoken about how we don't love James Marsden. But in here. this... Okay. Well, no, but perfect yeah. casting. <laughs> well, no, but yes. Anyway. Okay. Now, do we the plot of Hairspray? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, we start. <laughs> we're not of- going the fun. <laughs> no, we're not going frame by frame. <laughs> Beautiful views of Baltimore. No. Crane shot coming down through the neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> I think it's... And then you pan into the room. Uh You see Tracy in bed, covered. You see her beehive popping up, Mm -hmm. shaking in bed. (laughs) Any excuse to sing. Woke up today. Yes, I think it's such a fantastic opening. Oh, Um, yeah. It's like paying homage to like West Side Story, The Sound of Music. Sure. You can see like the, the really classic like movie musical influences throughout this film mm-hmm. it's such a well shot film it's gorgeous yeah i love in the opening when um it cuts to her on top of the garbage truck oh um, a funny girl don't rain on my parade sure like yeah, yeah. it's stop she's shaking her hands <laughs> yeah the, the big dig thing and she's on the truck <laughs> yeah you kind of know what movie you're in for when, oh, exactly. when that happens i think it really sets the tone so well yes genuinely like a, a, one of the greatest musical theater opening songs John Waters cameo in the exactly in the, the flasher who lives yes. next door. Yes, um, and just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Nikki Bonsky, so completely unknown before this movie. Literally, she they, they auditioned like thousands of girls yeah. for it, um, and she won it. She it was something like a six month audition process or something yeah. like that. Um, and she it was kind of her one and only. Yeah, literally, she's um, and honestly, she's like so good. I think she is, yeah. Right. I, that's the thing. She's kind of like immediately a star in this. And, you know, that's what you need for Tracy because exactly. she solves racism in the, exactly. in the film. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, like, she's kind of had, like, lasting impact as, like, a meme. But it would have been nice to have seen her do something. Yeah. More, you know? Well, uh, well, let's talk about her downfall then, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, so she kind of... I think she did maybe one other movie after this and like, it just didn't really pan out for her. She said that she wanted to continue acting, but like the industry kind of left her. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, so like, I don't know how much it has to do with like just fat phobia and like um, maybe being typecast and everything. But um, are you familiar with the fight she had with, do you know America's top next top model contestant, Bianca Golden? 
Is that where she like got into a fight with her at the airport or something? Like yes. a racially charged fight so, at the airport. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened in terms of like uh, there was there was something like maybe her family was being racist or something. Yeah, but um, not Tracy. Turnblad. It said it, it was so. According to People magazine, Golden's brother turned to Blonsky and said, "What the fuck are you looking at, you fat white bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> and that was how the argument started. And then it, it said. Both parties have different stories about what actually happened, but the Golden family said that Blonsky's father punched her mom in oh. the, in the face, um, and then and further accused Blonsky of kicking her mother in the groin. Oh. So it sounds like there was a full throwdown. Yeah, was like at an airport or something as well, wasn't it? A full brawl. Mickey Blonsky kicked someone's mom in the nuts. <laughs> I can't believe that. God. <laughs> She's yeah. like... So I, I, maybe it was... And this was a year... Yeah, a year after Hairspray. So maybe she just kind of became like, oh, I don't know about all this. Yeah, literally. And then spent... um the You know, then she became this meme of like... She tweets at everyone saying like, hey, it's Nikki Blonsky, Blonsky from the movie, from the movie Hairspray. Um, like, I'm in New York. Want to hang out? Yeah, like, literally. She tweeted it. Um, Rita Wilson was probably my favorite one. <laughs> um, hey, it's Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray. You were amazing tonight on Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I'm dying to be on the show. You rocked it. Congrats. <laughs> Just brazenly being like, I love that. I like, love that. Put me on. Yeah. Let me try. She was networking. Honestly, she was tw- like, she was smart with her Twitter. I think I need to be networking on Twitter. Like, Who are you going to tweet at? <laughs> Who could I tweet Hey, at? Jeff Pro, love what you did on the show this week. Would love to be on. <laughs> hey, Anthony LaPaglia. The fact that you know... Jeff Probst, I love that. Who? And also it's Jonathan that hosts Survivor. Oh, Australia. Sorry. Not Anthony. One of the I want to be in Death in a Salesman. <laughs> Anthony Lopez. Put me in Death in a Salesman. I um, want to meet Alison White. Who's that? Actress. Right. Lady. <laughs> right. And also famously, um, she tweeted at her co-star, Amanda Bynes, <laughs> saying, Hey girl, I texted you, hit me back, li- live you boo-boo, XOXO. Amanda Bynes replied, where, well, she didn't reply. She just tweeted. And to, to be fair, this was during Amanda Bynes's, uh, she wasn't well. Yeah. She said, when you write me on Twitter and I ignore you, it's because I plan on ignoring you on Twitter and in life forever. <laughs> me to you, me to Bitch. you. To be honest. Like, yeah. Ooh, uh, really rough. I mean, it's one of those things that makes you just compl- cringe, cringe into yourself. I was like, oh. Were you ever on board when she was doing the cameos? No, I wish. I, I got I my dear friend Jack a cameo for his like 19th birthday. From wow. And I still have it somewhere. And what but... what does she say in the video? Um, She's like, hey, it's Nikki Blonsky. Hey, Nikki Blonsky. Hey, Jack, it's your birthday. Your friend James got you this video. Now go out to the club and have lots of fun. Um, Love you. Love you so much. Love hairspray. Woo. Something along the lines of that. And the way that she's like, <laughs> she was like, go have fun, but also go have some fun. She's a queen for that. She literally. And I, then, oh my God, my friend Zach used to be a promoter at Puftuf and he would like <laughs> to like promote people to get on his list. He would get like cameos from celebrities. Oh my God. And he got one from Nikki that was like, use Zachary Taylor's list at Poof Doof. All the Americans say Poof Doof. Poof Doof. Um, wow. I'll find, I'll see if Zach still has it. It's probably on his story. I got a cameo from, I got a cameo from my friend Jack James from... <laughs> Um, oh, I thought you got a cameo from Jack. I paid Jack James a million dollars to film a cameo uh, from Corinne from Survivor, who you wouldn't know who that no is. Clue. But she's she's one of my favorite contestants because she uh, she was in one of the early two thousand seasons, and when the tribes merge, she. 
and there's a gay guy on the other tribe and cut to her confession where she's like, I love to play with a gay guy. I love a gay. <laughs> I just love gays. <laughs> um, so I got her to do a cameo for Jack James where I said that he'd never been to a gay club before and that he loved Harry Potter. And she was like, Harry Potter, um, I don't know too much about that. Never really been for me, but I did try Butterbeer once um, and have fun at the gay club. You have to go to the gay club. Um, so any for any survivor heads out there, Corinne. Whack. Yeah. Wow. Has anyone ever gifted you a cameo? No. Fascinating. Yeah, no one cares about me. Well, who knows? Who knows? Your birthday's coming up. It's not, <laughs> but Christmas is coming Christmas. up. Um, Jimmy yeah. Thishama cameo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, my highlights from the movie, um, obviously the opening Good Morning Baltimore, I Can Hear the Bells. Oh. Uh, welcome to the sixties. Miss Baltimore Crabs. Yes, and the the you can't stop the beat, of course. Yeah, they captured something. Ah, oh, that ten minute sequence of just yes. pure musical theater brilliant. Honestly, that's why the second half just kind of like it, it's it becomes a lot. Oh, you like, don't care the, about the racism and like solving racism. Well, they're like marching through the streets yeah. and like Tracy's at the front, like leading the charge, <laughs> leading the charge, inciting a riot by hitting a police officer yes. and then running away. Yes, and then it's like harboring. It becomes this harboring a fugitive narrative. Type yeah, thing. I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh but my what about God. without love? Without love, that is like it just went too long. Like it's like. Not even a two-hour movie. It is two hours, it is isn't it? It is 117 minutes. Too long. Nah. Too long. It should be 90 minutes. Oh, it should be 90 up. minutes. The perfect film. Like I watched the movie Lucy last night. I saw. It's a perfect 90 minutes and a perfect film. Right. <laughs> have you seen it? No. Well, you don't get it then. <laughs> no. You I have a feeling that I might not have the same sentiments as you. Well, because you, you say that because you haven't seen it. But well, no, no, I'm just... For those out there, Lucy is a truly galaxy brain cinema. Like, well, isn't that the conceit of the film? No, but yeah, yes, but the film itself is kind of just completely... Like, we're going from the... It goes back right to the beginning of time. Like, did you know the first woman was named Lucy? Wow. I thought it was Eve. Eve. Yeah, that's what I said, but I don't You're know. Like, hold on. I haven't fact-checked this one. <laughs> <laughs> I get all my knowledge from the film Lucy. Oh, of course. Well, you have to watch it simply for the scene where... She does the... Well, actually, that that's what made me watch it because I saw that gif recently. I was like, I need to watch this. But no, the scene where she's um, on the plane and she has a bottle of, she has a glass of champagne and she raises it to no one in particular. And she says, to knowledge. <laughs> she gives a toast to knowledge. There's, in- there's a really fascinating line reading in my ad that I want to tell you about, but I need you to just wait and watch it because I, I, yeah. it's, it's really stayed with me. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Spoil but, um... It's really, really stayed with me. Okay, if you say so. So maybe I'll watch it today. We'll <gasps> see. Fun. We'll see. Close the blinds. Put on Nyad. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, when I watched Nyad, I was hungover as shit. And mm-hmm. It was like a Sunday afternoon, no one at home, blinds closed, and I was just like, "This is Nyad time." This movie was meant to be. I'm going Nyad mode. Nyad mode. There's no one more, more Nyad than you. They did some cinema screenings of that here. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. And I just didn't wasn't able to make it, unfortunately. Mm, poor thing. I know. Anyway, Hairspray. Uh, just like genuinely one of 
it's like one of the great musical theater adaptations of like the modern era. <clears throat> it is one of the best movie musicals ever, like up there with like Chicago and like the sound of music. Like it's objectively, in my opinion, as <laughs> objectively, in my opinion, <laughs> as the musical theater scholar of the country, uh-huh. it is a perfect movie musical to some in the sense that like, while yes, the plot, elements are a little bit dated and there's some like issues with like a white savior narrative whatever perfect <laughs> from yeah, the time as i said too long um i love the tone i love the songs but simply too long back half needs a real re- rework um yeah I'm that's having, my <laughs> i'm not i'm not listening i'm not i'm not having any slander <laughs> This film that means so much to me and many across the world. See, I'm just, I'm keeping it real as I always do. I'm keeping it real. I'm telling the truth. I'm a truth teller. <laughs> You're kind of telling too much um, of James's truth lately. <laughs> like with these letterbox ratings and like, it's just getting crazy. Leave my letterbox story. I'm, I, I honestly have been considering following in your footsteps and not doing the ratings anymore because it's stressing me out. And it's really fucking up my metrics because, like, I'm not going to, like, give an honest and raw review of High School Musical 1, 2, and 3 and be like, this is a two-star movie, but, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's five stars in my heart. You know what I mean? Wait, so you're, you're just like, not saying anything about it? and No, like, like, say something about it, but maybe not give it a rating. I don't know. I'm workshopping. I'm workshopping. You need to free yourself. I know. It's so twisted. <laughs> I just like to, you know, give my little do-do-do-do. Yeah, yeah. See, I've set a trend yet again. No star ratings. Shut up. Shut up. It all comes back to me, doesn't it? Well, any final thoughts about... Th- uh, I was going to say Thursday. Where did that come from? Oh, God. I went to Thursday. <laughs> Thursday the hairspray. First time in a long time the other day. Thursday and... is the hairspray of the Melbourne club scene. Perfect. <laughs> Let me just say that. Great. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh. Woke up today. <laughs> I mean, the impact... Okay. Of hairspray. What was the impact? It made $203.5 million at the Okay. Listen, but what about... It's about the arts, not the charts. And it is art. It is groundbreaking art. It, like... <laughs> it was... Broke the record for the biggest opening for a movie musical ever, which was later surpassed by Mamma Mia. Right. Um, and it also remains the 12th highest grossing movie musical in America. Which is fascinating. That's a bit of a niche stat. I don't know about this. <laughs> um, again, it and I mean, like Siskel and Ebert loved it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was like one of the best reviewed movies of that year. It's they like, said two thumbs up. They said great. They did the thumbs up right. I or is that Margaret and David? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's like genuinely considered to be one of the best movie musicals ever, and I am inclined to agree with that sentiment. <laughs> okay. And then you know. <laughs> It really, like, everyone know- everyone knows about Hairspray. Like, I feel like it's, like, monoculture. McDonald's sells a lot of burgers. I'm not having this. No, I'm not saying it's... I'm Listen, for the record, I'm not saying it's bad by any means, but, yeah. I'm just being you, a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You love to tear me down when I get the stage to talk about something that I'm passionate about. Yep. You have to come in and tear me down. And of course. Break me down bit by bit. And I've had it. I just. No, I mean, like, you don't do this. I have never 
said a bad word about you. I right. have never questioned your intelligence, your intellect, or mm-hmm. your taste. Let's level. roll the tape back. Let's not, roll the tape back. Not now, not ever. <laughs> I'm kind, gracious, and generous. And you just continue to break. You're the Miss Baltimore crabs of uh, of Nam. Let's Thank just say you. that. Not a compliment. <laughs> You may bow and exult. No, it's a compliment. As she says. Anyway, so you're, so the impact you're seeing had a huge impact. It ha- I mean, like, I think it's like one of the last, maybe that and Mamma Mia, like one of the last big movie musicals that have like really permeated throughout mm. the culture. Like, especially people of our age, like, you know, everyone knew the musical. Every like high school did the musical. <laughs> Should every high school have done the musical? No. <laughs> As you know. As I know time. well. Um, our high school did Little Shop of Horrors. That was fa- classic, fabulous. Classic. Well, you know, just wait for the Mean Girls musical. <laughs> you know, that's actually what prompted me to suggest this because somebody quote tweeted the Mean Girls movie musical trailer and was like, quoted it with the Hairspray musical trailer. And they were like, this is how you do a movie musical trailer. And I was like, oh, we have to. It looks about quite it. bad, doesn't it? Yeah. It's going to be interesting and I'll be sat opening night. Mm-hmm. Well, we know. It's giving to me. The prom? Did you? Oh. Yeah, like that's the energy that I'm getting. I suffered through that. What? Let me guess. You gave that five stars. I did not give that five stars. How many? I gave it some stars. <laughs> How um, many stars did you give that? Maybe like three and a half. Generous. Yeah, I had fun. I had more fun than I expected. Right. So <laughs> that kind of, you know. Anyway, and then like, did you ever see 2016's Hairspray Live? Oh, is this one of those NBC yeah. things? Yeah. No. Um, so they had Harvey Firestein, Ariana Grande play Penny. Oh, okay. That's a good casting. Great, great casting because she's great, but questionable tanning. Of course. <laughs> Considering this was in her peak blackfishing era and she's supposed to play a white girl. Yes. Um, but she was great. Duff Cameron, Kristen Chenoweth. Who was Kristen? You don't know Kristen Chenoweth? Bitch, I said, who was she oh, in the sorry. play? Gave me a heart Jesus attack. Jesus Christ. Gave me a damn heart attack. I'm like, little Miss Wicked over here. You think I'm dumb, I know. Um, but anyway. No, she played Velma. Velma. Miss Baltimore Crabs. Oh, And Dove Cameron great. played Amber, her daughter. Right. Which, oh, great. Yeah, really good casting. Um, yeah. Andrea Martin was in it. No. Anyway, but yeah, so, which I mean, oh, Jennifer Hudson played Motor Mouth, which. Oh, great. Okay. Like her version of I Know Where I've Been is fantastic. Sure. I um, need to bring those back. <clears throat> well, they were going to do Bye Bye Birdie with J-Lo and that just never materialized. And um, then I think COVID and they've just kind of let it go. I didn't care about Bye Bye Birdie. I don't know what that is. You don't know Bye Bye Birdie? No. Um. Oh my God. I was. Listening. They should do Wicked. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah. Uh, um. Do you remember when they did Peter Pan with Alice? Yeah, Williams? I was going to say they should do that again. Yes. <laughs> I was listening to her, like, she was like on a podcast or something, and she was like, I did like a, I did some musical theater, but it wasn't musical theater, and it was really weird, and I felt very uncomfortable. And I was like, Aww. Aww. Well, she did say, like, that wasn't the exact what she said, but that was like the. Right. But I was like, oh, Peter Pan live. Um, anyway. Anyway. Do you have anything more to say about No, hairspray? no. I'm out. All out. All hairsprayed out. <laughs> I'm all out. Oh, there's so many, like, funny little things that I wanted to mention. But, like, it's just, like, line readings mostly. Yeah. Like, you just want to recite the... Exactly. Yeah. How long have you been gone, Brenda? Just nine months. Like, incredible. And then, like... Uh-huh. Ooh, flattery will not keep you from reading the contract. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The... Shall we do the, um... We shall. Mm-hmm. Um, so hairspray mm-hmm. quality. 
Um, yeah, it does. I'll it give does. it that. It's high quality. Like it's there. Mm-hmm. You've got it going. It's great. Does it slay? Um, I'll say it does. Yeah. yeah, literally. Now, does it benefit the queer agenda? I will also say it does because of um, gay guy John Travolta. Yes, no um, gay guy. No gay guy. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Nikki Blonsky, a lesbian supreme. We didn't mention oh, that. Oh, she's a lesbian? Hello, she's married. Yeah. Good for her. Her bio at the moment is something like, um, Mama, I'm gay or something like that. <laughs> What's she? Is something in the... Period. Ma- oh, Mama, I'm a big girl now. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, I'm a gay girl now or something like work, that. Work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it a classic? Duh. Yes, it is. Yeah. And was I gagged? Of course. Yeah. I give it that. 10 years old at Hoyt's World Meadows opening night. Wow. Bitch. Me and my cousin and my next door neighbor gagged. So gagged let it in the gate. Boots. So I actually don't have the sound. So insert sound here. <laughs> Sorry, did my cat just die? What was that noise? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, insert sound here. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thanks for listening. Uh, so I'm seeing the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes twice next week. I'm probably seeing it twice as well. Yes, we're booked to see it twice. Well, we we booked to see it at IMAX it opening better night. Better fucking be good. Let me just say that because it's. I two, think it will be. I'm it's keen. Two hours forty-five. Work. So I'm doing a full shift at the Hunger Games store next week, Literally. basically in the cinema. So we'll be uh, obviously. I know we teased last time, but we will be talking about the Hunger Games. The Ballad of the Song. Oh, yeah. We're not skipping this one. We are not skipping. because Also, so Beyonce Renaissance tickets went on sale. The IMAX one is $43. Why? What the fuck? Genuinely, I... Why? Why? I can't work it out. Anyway. (laughs) $43. That's double the price. Exactly. And is that with your IMAX membership as well? There's no membership pricing for it. Special event. Beyonce. And obviously I love her, but come on. Yeah, I'll be going to the Hoyt's Extreme screen for that one. Yeah, that I'm booked for the Hoyt's Extreme Or maybe the Asta would be nice. Very echoey in them. Mm, concert vibes. No. Oh my God, it was, I went, we don't need to talk about this. The anyway. Asta fixed the acoustics. Fixes seats. I mean, the Asta's like the good screen, but the rest. Yeah. The rest. I mean, the ambience. We love the ambience. Yeah. Anyway. But it's not all ambience. Is what I always say. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Gatekeeping Pod. Leave us a review. Bye.